be a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus bail. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup. Put the dog on the porch and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. All right, welcome back, regulators. It is the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central. For you tuned in to the live show and 24-7-365 at your favorite podcast platform all week long, every week. Uh, Share us with your friends. This is the number one outdoor show uh, in Texas, and we're honored to be bringing it to you with 30 years worth of shows in the can. And you can go back and listen to all kinds of strange episodes if you just want to go back. Over 3,000 episodes. 3,000 3, episodes. Incredible. In the bunkhouse with me is Der Beef. Shake hands with the beef. And Cody Ryan. Welcome back, Beefsteak. Where's the beef is uh, what it should be. Where's the beef? So uh, we uh, we had this little text thing going on between us while we're sitting here and Beef's talking about beef jerky or jerky and uh and i was surprised the other day i was in my office and my daughter-in-law who is married to cody ryan that's gave me a little baggie and it said gramps on it and it was a bag of jerky made by cody and sailor my granddaughter and uh and and uh she explained to me that it came from the deer she killed and uh so i was excited just to get it but dude i was good jerky it was it good right it wasn't dry it wasn't now overly, the text the texture was, i got pretty figured out it was good dude i'm telling you so when i ask you the question that someone asked me whether hudson's or the buck stop has the best yeah. beef jerky neither you, one i'm paying you, you said pay you yeah, you I make Taylor. the best jerky. I've been working on it all season since October, since I killed the first deer that I killed this year. I only killed two. My wife killed one. Uh, I've been working on uh, perfecting or coming up. It not, not necessarily perfecting, but coming up with a way to do jerky, right? It's something that, and I didn't want, I didn't, jerky's, you know, one of those, expensive things you know if you were to buy it off at a convenience store Mm -hmm. or have somebody else do it but it's one of those things that man sure is nice to have in the boat or the truck with you just as a little something to chew on and eat on or you know just have because it stays well you don't have to worry about keeping it refrigerated all the time or whatever and so i've been coming up and i and i've i've tried several recipes this one was the most simple recipe and the two things that i found obviously people tell you you know to cut cross grain and all that well on this batch i didn't necessarily worry about that because i'm still trying flavors i've got that part figured out i think if i you know am gonna do a home run batch you know um but this one i'm still trying to just figure out flavors and so the thick the thing is the two tricks i figured out so far one is uh, one is cut it thicker than you think, cut it twice as thick as you think. I cut it about like a quarter of an inch to 
maybe even three-eighths of an inch Because it thick. shrinks up is what you're it saying. It shrinks way up, and yep. that helps keep it tender. And then also don't dehydrate it too long. Don't over-dehydrate it. Can I ask a and question? So, How do you dehydrate? There's multiple methods. What well, right you... now I've got my father-in-law's dehydrator. Oh, okay. Cause Just one of those stackable it... plastic ones that's got a little motor Around on it. Round ones? Yeah. Because I've, yeah. I've, really? uh, I I've... gave mine away. <laughs> yeah. It works. I think I gave it to your brother. I better get it back. Now, you can also hang it in from all of the little um, grit, the great grill inside of your uh, oven at home. And your yeah, wife you let you do that? I did it once, I, and now I can't do it anymore. I put yeah, a I've done out. it. I've done it in the oven before. Just uh, you can do it flat on. You got to leave the well. door open, but it's better well, just to hang it over the grate. All that you could just hang them, just put them down yeah, like pieces of bacon. You trash the grates in your oven. Uh, oh you can gosh, they can yeah. clean those and put you know just they put a, a baking those? pan underneath. I've also tried. <laughs> he didn't say that. Dude. I've also tried, think, which was kind of unique. I think unique. he said they can clean those. That's I think right. That's what he said. So the other one was uh, putting, taking a filter, regular home filter, like you would use in your hopper for your AC or your heater. You put it down on a regular box fan. You put all the jerky in the little grooves. Then you put another one, another filter on top of it. Put a bungee cord around it and turn on the box fan. And or you buy that, a dehydrator, one of those round ones, for twenty nine ninety nine at Walmart, <laughs> and you plug it in the wall, and it does so exactly what you need. There's an, old boy, there's an old boy out in the country. We used to stop at his little store, and uh, and he had the best jerky ever. And he had an old refrigerator on the side of his little store, and he had poked holes in it, and he hung he hung the meat inside on the grates. He he took refrigerator shelving that was mm-hmm. wire grates back in the day so i'm talking about plastic trays yep and uh, he hung all of his stuff in there and then he'd run the smoke in the bottom of that refrigerator and out through the top of it and uh, he just keep a little smoke going just a little bit of smoke going and uh it was the co- I, I 160 thought, degrees is that what it is and, 160 uh, degrees the problem the problem with doing it in the oven is most ovens you can't get that low. They're usually 200 and up or 225 and up. And uh-huh. so that's the problem and what crispifies it too much, in my opinion. Well, I put it on the lowest, the lowest setting, which was one, yes. 170. And then you open the door to the broiler, you, you know, open to the first latch and let the heat come out. Yeah. So after anyway, you your, after you get your jerky out, you say, hey, honey, you need to clean that. Stove because I'm going to switch flavors in that oven and you know and have peppered in there with teriyaki. A guy that we so, were we <clears throat> excuse me the hunt that we were on the super hunt, he showed me his big smoker and they bring like a five gallon pail in with just the coals from like mesquite or pecan and put it in the middle of this smoke room and uh, let it run. He hangs it in there for like five days. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I found the two things that I've found is cut it thicker than you would imagine, at least a quarter of an inch thick. Mm -hmm. Uh, the time on the, on the round dehydrator to get it correct is at three hours, you flip them all and at six hours you stop it and it's done. No kidding. That's pretty fast. You gotta go in and flip them all. Um, that's pretty fast. Yeah, it's six hours. It's done. Um, you know, can I throw in another tip that I found that... And I'm never going to get through mine. Okay, you hang start on. start talking about food with beefsteak, and he just <laughs> he gets this like is my all thing. excited. No, is to throw it in the freezer, the meat in the freezer for 20 minutes. Let it get Before nice and it. chilled and hard. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. it's too hard to cut. Yeah, the, the, yeah, if you have a little bit frozen... when you're when you're slicing it that is a good that that is a good one the other thing uh the the rest the uh the way i seasoned this one this last batch was uh, so i didn't want i i want a simple flavor i don't want a super heavy flavor i don't want a super teriyaki i don't want a super anything flavor Uh, my daughter does not like pepper like ground crushed 
pepper, you know, like ground crispy pepper. Cause you know, you bite on a little piece of pepper or whatever, and it, it's hot for a second, you know, and she doesn't like that. So I went pepperless and, but you get the $1.50 bottle of teriyaki, not, and this is from Walmart or whatever. It's the mm. cheapest one. It doesn't have any of the foo-foo stuff in it. And if you look at the ingredients, it's mainly like soy sauce, right? It's mainly like salt. Okay. It's not a heavy teriyaki where teriyaki can be sweet. It does. It's not sweet. This, this teriyaki for whatever reason is not sweet, uh, very sweet at all. So you take that teriyaki, use it, use, uh, a good scoop of brown sugar mm-hmm. and, uh, garlic powder. Mm. Those are the three things I threw together. Garlic powder, brown sugar, and that bottle of teriyaki, which is mostly soy sauce. I think you could go straight soy sauce and probably be all right with that too. But, uh, and it leaves it, it's a, what do you think TJ? A pretty mild jerky. Yeah, oh, have yeah. a super, it, super, mm-hmm. but it's good. It's not just it's bland just dried meat. enough sweet to it that makes you want to eat the whole bag of it. Man. Yeah. And, well, my go-to is uh Worcestershire sauce and Dr. Pepper. And a little bit of fajita spice. I don't know about the sugar part. Sounds pretty good. Oh, brown sugar. You got to have a little bit of brown sugar in there. Huh. I've never done one without a little brown sugar in there. So you got a sweet tooth <laughs> is what you're saying here. You gotta... I'll tell you, though, with the way uh, the the first thing you have to do is you got to go shoot yourself a deer. Yeah, that's right. That's <laughs> and right. you need a good rifle to do that. And to get a good rifle, you need to go to McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. Hey, and one of the other things that uh, that they can help you with is if you have an estate with a firearm collection, maybe somebody passed and you've got all their guns, it's like, what am I going to do with all these guns? I'm going to keep a few, but don't need them all. Um, go to McBride's Guns. They can help you with that whole process of taking the firearms, giving them an evaluation, and uh, and you can get that taken care of there for McBride's Guns. I've done it, and um, it, and it's just you can also go and get used firearms there. Uh, Cody's go-to over under twenty gauge shotgun is a used gun he bought as a teenager from McBride's Guns. All right. So, hey, yes. Go to McBride's, and McBride's guns. guns. You can find McBride's Guns in the same place they've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com because McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. Hey, coming up, we've got your Peter Report, Armed Citizens Report, all that more. Stick around. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Welcome back, regulators. Thank you for being tuned in to the show. Hey, 24-7, 365 on all your favorite podcast platforms. Here is a notice to the antis and terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our regulars. We don't give in to your anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week long online at theoutdoorzone.com. Y'all know that Beefsteak likes to wrench on his vehicles, but everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. Well, we use our friends at Sun Automotive Service. When it comes to auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, uh, our uh, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service Repair Shop nearest you. Mine is over at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, or 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway. At 1206 Ranch Road 620, follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials. Just go visit their website at sunautoservice.com. 
All right, now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA report, because we love animals too. They taste great. They taste great. (laughs) So... There's so so much out there, so much information out there on the antis. Um, oh, I just got a text from CJ. He's our um, predator hunter out there. He's hunting a predator tournament right oh, now. Oh, nice! They it's your son-in-law. S- my son-in-law. They've got sixteen predators in their bag that they're taking to weigh in. Coyotes. It's, what it's is the, it? Is it coyotes? It's most coyotes. Oh my! Oh, what this coyotes? weekend's this weekend's tournament was most coyotes. Coyote. That's one wow. team. Unbelievable! Welcome to the outdoor zone. <laughs> our Peter report includes a report right now on our predator hunter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sixteen. Man, that's incredible. Hey, uh, there's a college out there. Vassar College, it's uh, a liberal arts college, and it's all women. It's a women's college. It was founded in 1861, and there was an article printed in the college paper there, and it had to be like some guy's daughter, a hunter's daughter or something, because she went off. Now, this is a liberal arts college. Big-time liberal. Vassar is where all the educated women go. Well, she wrote this or article. Or uneducated. In our world, PETA. uneducated. Sorry. And uh, she, she here's just a few parts of what she wrote. It says, PETA is a dangerous organization that poses a threat to those that oppose its intensive backwards beliefs. What PETA's, what PETA... What makes PETA different from other more moderate animal rights organizations is its radical commitment to complete human-animal equality. Their motto is, animals are not ours to experiment experiment on, eat or wear, or use for entertainment or abuse in any way. Because PETA fervently believes that the value of an animal's life equates that of a human. Hmm. And then she goes on and lists some of the things. In 2004, PETA launched a campaign titled Holocaust on Your Plate, directly comparing the consumption of animals to the murders committed by Nazis during Holocaust. In 2016, Mm -hmm. PETA put forward an advertisement that compared sexual assault to the consumption of meat and dairy. Those crappy... In an interview with the New Yorker, PETA President Ingrid Newkirk said that she believes that the use of seeing eye dogs are an abdication of human responsibility and that she completely opposes opposes their use. She even admitted to taking away at least one person's seeing eye dog. Disgusting. That that dog, he fulfilled an awesome purpose. I bet he was so satisfied with what he did each day. Oh my gosh. PETA has also delegitimized the struggles of autistic people by putting up billboards that read, Got autism? Studies have shown a link between cow's milk and autism, which was a reference to an article in Time Magazine. And Time Magazine came right back and said, That is not what we said. <laughs> and that is not. And so PETA just took it and twisted it, as they do. The most obvious evidence of hypocrisy lies in the fact that PETA kills a lot of animals. They've killed 38,190 animals or 85.2% of the animals in its care. So interesting, if you want to invest in something, you might want to take some dog food or blankets down to your local animal shelter. Uh, You are a... And make sure that that shelter is not backed by the Humane Society or PETA because they are all entangled within each other. Oh, yeah. Humane Society is is probably one of the worst places you could donate or volunteer. 
The wait is over. Truckloads of new Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams are headed our way during the Nile Maxwell Big Finish Sales event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter all month long. We have the newest vehicles showing up by the truckloads daily and make no payments for 90 days. Enjoy the first payment won't even be due until March of 23. It's the biggest sale event of the year, and we've got inventory right now. This is the big finished sales event, the biggest discount, best financing, at the and supersized savings. Head to Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else, 62183 in Austin, or visit us online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Man, I am super Super proud and excited. A Washington hunting and conservation group said this week that it intends to sue Governor Jay Inslee for failing to maintain a balance of perspective on the state's Fish and Wildlife Commission. Washingtonians for Wildlife Conservation charged that governor, uh, charged that that the governor, when selecting commissioners to serve on the nine-member panel, hasn't followed the direction laid out in Washington code. The group said Inslee's recent appointments to the commission have made decisions that harm hunters and some wildlife populations and favor predators and anti-hunters. The commission is on solid footing with the environmental groups and the animal rights groups, said the organization's president, Mark Pigeon of Kent, Washington. We are on the hunting side here. Our, uh, and we are sorely represented. So I just love that there's uh, groups sticking together and going after this uh, political, these are political appointments that are against what we believe, hunting, fishing. Well, they're against, uh, they're actually against true science and conservation. They're not conservation and yeah, conservation. Yeah. I mean, it's not just, you know, poor choices. It's just that the, the experts are saying, Hey, we need to do it this way. If we want to maintain stability or, you know, healthy populations. And they're like, no, nah, we just don't want to do any of that. Well, it's we emotion. Bad. It's emotion over, over, uh, reality. Right. So what yeah. happened to the days when like Teddy Roosevelt teamed up with the Sierra club and made, headway and did right things and made good decisions dude that what? was so far down the road what they need to do is they need to take the commissioners and they need to take these hunt this hunting group and they need to put them in a ring and they just need to fight it out for two minutes and whoever's standing at the end of the two minutes they get to make the rules <laughs> how about if you work no, that'd together be an easy one what do you buy to put them together and work on a team management and Make that thing happen. Come on. Why did it work back then? Why why was uh, it why did it work when Teddy Because it was a different culture back then. You gotta look at what the culture is today. You can't go back and think, oh well, these people are gonna have because so many of these anti hunters are they're just they're not basing it on anything except their feelings. Well my under- back in the Teddy Roosevelt days, people used to not just go to the grocery store for anything and everything. They used to grow and kill and farm and eat eat what, what they, they what they killed or what they gathered. Yeah, but and the Sierra Club was a pretty radical group, right? I mean, they were way, way, way on that out there, and they came together and pulled something off that was better, and they respected each other for their understanding of what they're trying to accomplish. I wish we could do that more and more, right? Well, there's a lot of things I wish we could do more and more. One thing that I have found is uh, that has worked for me and my family is finding affordable, top-quality health care options. That, that can be tricky for an entrepreneur or sportsman or those who are self-employed. Altrua HealthShare, it's a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Now, True HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. My family and I are covered with Altrua, and I'll tell you what, we save a ton of money, and uh, I'm completely confident, and if anything happens, we're covered. And and uh, because members each month contribute 
to a membership escrow and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, Altrua Health Share. That's where we care for one another. All right, coming up, Armed Citizens Report. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. You can find us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. All right, welcome back, Regulators. Outdoor Zone. We're always shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store, fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone. We're going to try and get that picture of that basket full of coyotes, those 16 coyotes that are rolling in for that coyote tournament. Uh, man, that is a basket full of coyotes. Hey, something else that's a basket full of good. Keystone. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> <That's> Keystone. <weird>. <laughs> <laughs> Keystone Bank. I love these guys over there. Uh, Jeff Wilkinson and is a good buddy of ours, and uh, and we bank with Keystone. And you can join them too. Uh, the Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs are flocking to Keystone Bank because they're a community bank. And if you want to talk to your banker, you can talk to your banker at Keystone. Local relationship-based service. That's what sets them apart. Banking at their fingertips anywhere, anytime. Well, of course, you can be anywhere. Log in and do your banking. Get your banking done. Pay your bills transfer money send money to your kids to learn more get started with the keystone account visit one of your look one of their locations in person there's one 11,500 b caves road in west austin 500 pressler street in downtown austin or 900 hutchins avenue in beautiful ballinger texas or just go to their website you could be anywhere in the world and jump on their website and start an account at keystone.bank keystone.bank Join our buddies over there at Keystone.Bank. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Okay, so I know this is the topic we talked about over the last week or so and uh, continues to come up in the news, um, but I wanted to explore it just a tad more because I had not seen the videos of the the armed citizen who shot the uh, guy at the Mexican food restaurant. Uh, It says, Eric Eugene Washington, 30... 30 was Mm. shot and killed by an armed customer while attempting to rob patrons at a taqueria in Southwest Houston. According to court documents, Washington previously was arrested back in December of 2022 and charged with assault of a family member. In fact, he was expected to show up in court on January 20th. He was also previously convicted and just got out of jail after seven years in prison of a 15-year sentence for a botched armed robbery where a guy was killed, another guy, another armed robbery he was a part of, and the guy, and one of the, and the old guy that was running the store that they robbed was killed. So you got a 30-year-old guy just out of jail in trouble for beating up his girlfriend puts on a mask and a hat, goes into a restaurant wielding what looked like a 40 caliber semi-automatic pistol mm-hmm. in every way, shape, or form. And one of the guys in the restaurant popped him and uh, laid him out. Well, he not only laid him out, but he ended up grabbing all the money out of his pockets 
that the robber had taken, and he gave it all back to the people that were well. That was he threw it from. on the table and said, "Come get your money." Yeah. And I, you know, but the 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 part that and it is so clear, it is so clear. The video tells the story, and the uh, the guy who shot him was very, you know, actually in, in the moment, I thought he was pretty strategic in what he the way he handled himself, um, and the uh and the guy who ran the taco shop the poor shop owner was just so so grateful that he did that and um and they were open the next day you know that's the one i was talking about last week right yeah right and but i hadn't seen the video when you were talking about it and i saw the video this week and i did a little bit of research follow some of the news reports on it as it's continuing to roll out and um and I just thought, you know what? That's the way it's going to go. Yeah. And, you know, if I was with somebody at a... If things a, are going to change, that's the way it has to go. You can't, you can't expect somebody to come in who had... And you don't know if that guy was part of a murder years before, which he was. Or hours before. Or, yeah, you don't know what kind of thing he's on and and the and 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 how many lives you may have saved. You, you just so if you're gonna go in there, if you're gonna if you're gonna choose that, then you also get to, you know, the consequences of it are yours too. Right. You're gonna sit here owning a fireworks stand and tell me you don't have any Whisker do's, whisker don'ts, with or without the scooter stick. He's trying to make a light, a heavy topic into a light, a little light and get out of it. But, you know, my son-in-law, we were writing. People are, are, you know, saying, oh, why did he, you know, kill him and all that stuff? Well, guess what? Right. He walked into it. But I'm guessing, and I'm guessing the guy, and I'm just kind of thinking in my head. You know, I'm guessing that guy was like a Vietnam vet Hmm. or some, somebody with some military background. And well, this got me thinking when I was talking to my son-in-law and, uh, as we rolled through his neighborhood, I was going faster than the speed limit. And I rolled through a, uh, slightly rolled through a stop sign and he goes, so would you do that if a cop was around? I'm like, well, no, you know? And it got me to thinking that same thing on this subject. If people are going to shoot back, they won't go. The consequences, right, are too are too high. If people, if you're going to go in and do something, just smash and grab. If if the consequences are someone in there can is armed and they're going to stop you, then that probably would uh, have them go. Mm, I'm not going to do it. Isn't that the you idea? Know, that guy could have gone in there. He could have shot somebody's daughter. He could have shot a wife, a husband, a grandmother. He could have killed that shot. You know, you don't know what's going to happen. And there's people out there. There are people out there, and I don't understand it at all. There's people out there that actually say, you don't have a right to protect yourself. You have to give them anything and everything they want. Just let them have what they want. And that's a whole nother segment, TJ. I don't know if we have time for that. Well, I'm just, I'm just, (laughs) don't get me pissed off. You're just getting me pissed off. Well, the thing was, this video was so clear, so clear. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I just think that the way we're going, if we do arm ourselves and we stand up, people, the majority of them will go, it's not worth it. Are you going to go yeah. in there? I'm not going in there. I'm well, not going in a Waffle House. Deterrent. That's why that's why places like the state of Texas have lower crime rates than other places in the country that restrict uh, legal firearm owners to carry. Uh, the, the crime rates are higher there. Hey, uh, thought this was interesting. Big changes are uh, happening in the French hunting uh, world. We? <laughs> oui? 
Well, we win. Oh, yeah. You follow the There are some changes in the French. The French hunting government is looking to I ban... I use my 30 6 to shoot my snails. <laughs> what? That's weird. Okay. Anytime he can pull out a French. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. yeah. It's the okay. only thing you can think of. Uh, <laughs> looking to ban... Hunt, uh, the French government is looking to ban hunting while under the influence of alcohol or drugs. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is that been a problem? The rules aren't made unless there's been a big problem. There will be new fines to sanction the act of hunting while under excessive influence of alcohol as part of a wider excessive. government plan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Excess uh what as part of a wider government plan on hunting, it was announced this week. That's because according to the French Senate, uh nine percent of hunters Involved in a severe accident, test positive for alcohol or drugs. The new plan also includes an app mapping out hunting areas and allowing people to identify hunting-free areas and times close to their location. Hunters will have to report uh, will have to report group events in the app, assuming they aren't too busy sending drunk. Oh, never mind. So, uh, what, what <laughs> so do you think? This... A what do you think a uh, French redneck would sound like? I mean, because those are the people getting too loaded to to unload. That is not true. So first of all, first of all, you can get as redneck as you want. Duck Dynasty it's a guys city are pretty slickers. redneck, and they don't and they it, don't drink. Yeah, it's, it's not the redneck. city slickers that that uh, despise their life they live that go out into the country for the one weekend they get off from their wife a year. Uh, because it's spring they, break for oh, men. Okay. Because their wife carries, you know, his package in her purse, and he gets to go what for one weekend world? a year out with the boys. Monsieur, Monsieur, you must stop. Guy. You must not talk anymore. You are dis- I like disorienting it. us. I actually it like it. Think of, well, it makes me think of uh, that Will Ferrell uh, movie where he's the race car driver, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's got Talladega that French Nights. guy that he's trying yeah. to beat and uh oh my goodness gracious that's terrible that's right baby but, Jesus. hey which reminds me i saw steve hall the education director for yeah. texas person wildlife at dallas safari club and uh i want to invite him on the show and talk about the success of the uh, hunter safety program in texas this year um you know it, this is something we, we we're going to joke around just because we're just a bunch of old boys hanging out in the bunkhouse but uh you know, seriously, we're totally no drinking, you know, before hunting. We don't put up with any of that stuff. That's that's a no-go. And the Texas uh, Youth Hunting Program, that's the exact same way. I He was there, and he talked on Friday night, and he quizzed kids on what the four C's were, courteous, cautious, blah, blah, blah. And he went. He did a fantastic job of laying well, it Well, I it told him, uh, I said, well, it's a little boring to me. And he got mad at me. We've been friends for 30 years. So uh, so then the next time he saw me, he goes, oh, you don't want old boring me around, do you? And uh, I said, no, uh, we should have you on the show. Because statistically, what the state of Texas and a lot of states are doing with firearm safety and hunter safety, uh, it's just incredible. that. Uh, and people are the, adopting the Texas model. Like in Tennessee. Oh, gosh. Yeah. In Colorado. Yeah. In Colorado. Highly, highly successful. The Meat Eater podcast. Listen to the Meat Eater podcast. I believe it was from this past week, Beefsteak. And they had on the Meat Eater podcast a debate over Colorado or Colorado. Okay. So I would love to listen because I live there and you know how they say it. The locals. It may have actually been on that game show. you know how they have the game show thing? Yeah, yeah. May have been on that, but it was, I almost sent it to you, but then I moved on with my life. Now uh, for the show, the next question <laughs> for our contestants is, is it Colorado or Colorado? Yeah. Which is the actual proper and I'm, pronunciation. I'm hey. You are not correct. Coming up, we'll close this whole Man thing Jack, out. It's the Man Outdoor Jack. Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 no we're not we're in texas Colorado. God's country catch it at the outdoorzone.com 
tank. American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin jack on the back of the ranch. And uh, it's Beefsteak TJ and Cody Ryan. Oh, now we're back. Are we back? All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Hey, follow us at theoutdoorzone.com. Share this show with your friends. Uh, and check out our Facebook page. Occasionally, we'll post some crazy stuff on there. And uh, we, I'm trying to get that picture of that basket full of coyotes posted on there from that coyote tournament that's going on right now. And uh, <laughs> that is worth looking at. <laughs> Something else worth looking at if you have a boat is uh, or maybe maybe you're just a you have a buddy with a boat and you take out his boat all the time maybe you can surprise him with a little something from parts view partsview.com p-a-r-t-s-v-u.com a new partner here at the outdoors so somebody i used before they became a partner uh that's i mean that's just how much i like them they're an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs uh, you can find parts view um they they carry all uh, catalogs of genuine OEM Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki boards, as well as Mercury's or Stern drives, parts and products. Over 200,000 products from the marine industry's leading brands like Starbright, Navco, Turning Point, Propellers, Teenage Marine, 303 Sea Choice, Sierra, Oflex, and many, many others. 200,000 products right there at Parts View. Go check them out. They got deals and specials they run. Yeah, they got a great YouTube and uh, blog that teaches you how to do all kinds of service and maintenance on your boats. So check it out, partsview.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Beefsteak, you need to order your <laughs> tune-up kit and get that boat tuned up for, I mean, I guess. Because y'all are going to race. I would like yeah, that. Well, we can yeah, meet out the on the seals water. Are probably dry rotted, dry rotted because you don't ever use it. So you need to get all that replaced. Uh, I'll see you in Bass Drop on Monday nights. Oh, remember? Ooh. Are you challenging me? <laughs> oh today? yeah, I may a bass off <laughs> a bass tournament. Me beef seriously? Off. Yeah, we can pull up next follow, to each other. Gonna follow me around again and try and. Trying oh, uh, fish areas that I fish. He can't let that go, can he? Oh, uh, he can't. He can't. You kept Son, saying. I just want you to know that that wasn't following you around. That was we had a specific game plan in place. We had worked for weeks preparing. Yeah, on, weeks of fishing with me and figuring out where I was going to fish. We're just waiting then, for you to leave and then get, jump in the boat with beefsteak and go take him to all my stuff. All I think my juice. I think it went like this. Sorry, buddy. Hey, we got to wait. We TJ said we got to be nice to uh, Cody and wait till he leaves that spot. He's in our spot, and so uh, we'll wait till he leaves. Then we'll That's go what over I said. there. He's in our spot. Yeah, but let's let him fish there until he's done. And right. You didn't have go. any spots. Y'all hadn't even fished <laughs> together I had before. Spots. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. I had hey. spots since you were fishing in the back of the boat. Oh, in diapers. Ah, I I don't even remember that. I ran the boat since the day <laughs> you got it. He you put you in the up back there. and been eating ham sandwiches for thirty years. Uh, oh, hey, man. I I thought this Management. was a really cool story on the Texas Parks and Wildlife. I I thought it was worth uh, mentioning. I think this came out from. Uh, uh, NPR or something, but about Texas Parks and Wildlife. Cheers erupted as Brian Norris pulled his uh, black Ford F-350 truck into the parking lot of Georgetown's Blue Hole Park on Friday morning. Trailering, uh, trailing the truck was a large silver rectangular box with the words A.E. Wood Fish Hatchery. A small crowd had gathered along the banks of South of uh, the South Fork of San Gabriel River to watch Norris, a fish hatchery technician with the Parks and Wildlife Department, stock the water with 1,500 rainbow trout. Mm. So That's it was one right. of the stockings. And I just thought, how cool is it that there's a crowd there? They cheered as he pulled in to stock the trout. You know, they're all waiting to catch, to go <laughs> fish and fit and try and catch some 
rainbow trail there's a bunch of kids standing around but they were cheering and clapping when he pulled in the parking lot to stock their uh, local waters you know parks and wildlife has been doing that on local waterways in the area because we can't sustain uh in most waterways and particularly in central texas but all across texas uh our waters get too warm and so we can't sustain a native population of rainbow trout but they'll stop there's one spot there's one spot on the san marcus river i think it is um, yeah where there's some old enough right and the guadalupe Uh, coming off canyon lake probably so and so there's some there's a few areas and then you know of course if you go up in northern texas but um but i just thought how cool it uh it is that there's a crowd waiting and they were clapping and cheering uh when the fish fish hatchery guy pulled in the parking lot hey maybe that's Mm. a good omen for 2023 you know the things are going to change like that they have that uh our buddy Rick McGee in Virginia, they 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 do the same thing with trout in some of the streams and stuff there, and they do some public, uh, you know, publicly release announce and then release rainbows in some of the rivers and and streams there. And um, he was part of a big uh, family day on a Saturday when they would do that. And uh, yeah, that's just that's just amazing to. Uh, to see that, uh, New Mexico, Colorado probably mm-hmm. has a, a good release catching. Well, like they do. I know. Cause I've been there and, and fished them. So, um, and I love, I love a good cast iron pan full of, uh, rainbows, man. You got to scale them. No, I don't scale. I don't. You do. Some people do. I grill them with the scales on. And then that skin just folds right on back, and you just got that. Mm-mm-mm. But don't you like eating a skin? If you scale them, you can eat the skin, right? Yeah, you could. Yeah, but you I gut just, them. Keep the head on them. or off. I leave the head on. Uh, yeah. no, head off. Suck the brains out. Head off. Mm-hmm. Gut eat them. The eyeballs and put them on the grill. No, I think I did cut the heads off. Can't remember. Yeah, I think you got the heads me either way. Frying, I like frying them whole like that, and then getting those crispy tails. Oh, dude, you're making me hungry now. <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah, now we need to be going up there to we Georgetown catch a today. bunch of catch a bunch of perch and uh, fry them up whole. Yeah, that's a good eat here too. It's sunfish, mm-hmm. whatever they yeah. call them, mm-hmm. red ears. So apparently mm-hmm. my buddy got on some giant red ears here at Fayette. I, you know, I live like 11 minutes from Fayette Lake. On Fayette? Yeah, and this was last year, but got on some giant red ears. And uh, I need to figure out where that little hole is because that would be nice. I need, to, I need to get some fish in the freezer. Yeah, me too. We need to go get with uh, Captain Gordon Taylor, go mm. down to the coast and uh, catch a bunch of fish you know him. he can hold like three. all the locals say that that that's where we go grocery shopping for our for our uh fish in yeah. our freezers that's the where everybody H- goes is the hb down there in uh, corpus right now they go to the coast to I'm fill kidding. their freezers with with fish you know captain gordon his boat holds three people plus him so we could oh, we all can bring go somebody together cool, dad TJ, <laughs> who are we going to bring? M. 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 I don't know. I think I think it might be nice to bring one of our ranch hands one oh. time. Maybe Cole. We could, yeah. yeah, he's raising his fist in there. He's going, yeah. Well, I mean, is he going to show up in a Speedo like I am and fish off the back? You're definitely just removed yourself from any <laughs> list of of anything. Zero potential. Can you Zero. imagine that? Can you imagine? That? I know no. Cody is imagining it right now. I just threw up. I a little bit. am gonna. Ha- I just swallowed my throw up a little bit to get through the show. Actually, you inspired me today. A guy gave me a, a one quarter of a buck on Tuesday night at our men's Bible study at base camp. And so I'm going to go home and I'm going to cut that up with my grandson. He stayed over last night and we're going to make jerky. That's what we're going to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, I like you it. Let me know how that whole hanging in on the racks in the oven goes with your wife. And <laughs> I'll send her away. I'll give her out. a couple hundred bucks and say, hey, can you go shop for a while? <laughs> yeah. You might uh, as well just go to Bucky's and buy a couple hundred bucks <laughs> worth of jerky. Uh <laughs> No, yeah, just put man. it on a box fan and set it out in the garage. It'll be fine. Yeah. And get cl- good, clean cuts that you take all the sinew and all uh-huh. that mm-hmm. because that makes it where it's unchewable, you know. I mean, that's... I dude. actually took all... I cut all that out of my back strap and stuff this year. Yourself? You're supposed to. Yeah. yeah I know. I hadn't. I hadn't really cared about it so much in the past but when i was out we when noticed. i went out and killed all these deer the other day one of the guys at the ranch man he like processes everything and it does this exceptional perfect beautiful job and he was talking about all he's doing i was like you know feeling terrible like i'm just a horrible hunter i just kill it and then cut it into chunks and eat it grill it and <laughs> Yeah. Have you seen that? I've thing? been trying to explain that to you for years that there's better ways to do things that, uh, you know, are... <laughs> we're starting to get. I'm getting texts from guys. Brad Kelsey just texted me, uh, one of our listeners, and he just texted me, said, I'm free to go fishing. So, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey he's going to have to get in line. That apparently, are free. He's so going to have to get in line to... behind me. That's all I'm saying. We're going to have to find somebody cool. You're wearing a sure. Speedo. Nobody's going to want to be behind you, I can assure you. Oh, Beefsteak, what's your quote this week? Oh, man. So one of our buddies, uh, Rick McGee, posted something that I really, really wanted to tell everybody. A dream written down with a date becomes a goal. A goal broken down into steps becomes a plan. A plan Backed up by action becomes reality. Bam. Okay. All right. Uh, this week's Bible verse comes from Proverbs twenty-one twenty-one. Those who pursue righteousness and kindness will find life, righteousness, and honor. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place next week. TJ, close us out. All right. Hey, folks, we want you to encourage you this week. Get the kids off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds, the trees. Heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. We're all headed to church. want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church out there in your community. Men, get your family, head on over to church, and then go have a nice buffet lunch somewhere. Uh, if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, we can help you with that. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you got a kid, a boy who needs some time with mentors in the outdoors go to kidsoutdoorzone.com and if you want to donate cars truck money anything that can help kids outdoor zone get uh, to their goal of no kid left inside go to kidsoutdoorzone.com love to have you partner with us in that program in the ministry okay that's it from us over here in the bunkhouse from cole cody ryan beefsteak and myself tj granny we just want to say god bless and Regulators, let's mount up.